It's me, Michael Barbaro. For the next few weeks, you will hear from a diverse set of voices as Adam Eagle Rock seeks treatment for anger management. Today, I will be joined by my grandfather. To <laughs> no, it's, it's Evan, and today my grandpa is on the show to chop up some topics while Adam is back home in New Jersey taking a little break. Uh, he's probably covered in cologne and in the gym right now, if you're listening, Adam. So this week we have my grandpa on to chop up some of our favorite topics we've done in the past. And then the next few weeks we'll have some guest hosts to chop up uh, some of their topics and keep Adam's seat warm for him. And there's nothing else you need to know today. We have a podcast where we debate social issues. So I wanted you to get your take on some of them. And, and who listens to them? We just random people. Did they pay? No. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis. Adam Eagle Rock is out sick today, but we have a very special guest, my grandfather, Maurice Lewitt. How are you, Grandpa? I'm fine, thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you are born in France. Just give a little background. Yes, I, I was born in France in 1931. Born in France, that makes you 90. That makes me 90 years old. I am a dual citizen of France and the United States. Yes, you live in the San Fernando Valley? Yes. And have you ever listened to a podcast? Uh, some legal podcast. Have you really? Yes. Interesting. Okay, so our podcast, um, we talk about like little social issues like between friends or between family like is what's acceptable social behavior so i wanted to give you some and have you tell me what you think okay sure okay the first one um do black belts expire like let's say you got a black belt when you're 25 now you're 65 are you still a black belt when did i last uh, earn one let's say when you're 25 and how many years? Now you're 65, let's say. I would say yes. You're still a black belt? I would say yes. So you don't think black belts expire? I don't think so. You know how this came up? We were having dinner with the blocks. Tom, Tom's like in his 60s. And Talia, his wife, was saying that she gets worried walking down the street sometimes. My dad goes, why would you be worried? You're married to a, a black Your husband's a black belt. And she goes, my husband was a black belt. Yeah, I think she's right. That black belts expire. Yeah, I think so, you know. Uh-huh. Because a black belt means that that you used your know-how and your and your muscles right. to fend off a situation. Right. And as you get older, the muscles uh, weaken and so forth. And, right. Uh, so, and in the scheme of things, what difference does it make what you call it? <laughs> it's it's what you do under the situation. Uh -huh. If she gets attacked. Whether he's a black belt or not, if he can knock the crap out of the other guy, he's right. a black belt. Right. If he can't, he's not a black belt. Right. They should. You should go up and attack them like once a year, to see if they can defend themselves. Well, and if they can defend themselves, they're still a black belt. If not, they get the belt taken. Well, from it, it is just like like saying if you're a, a, a lawyer or a doctor. Right. The lawyers have continuing education. You have to you have to take an exam. Right. Every uh, every so often. Right. So but. I think black belts should probably be the same, right? Um, okay, if you're at a clothing store and you look at a sweater, let's say, you unfold it, you look at it, you choose not to buy it, do you have to refold the sweater? Well, that happened to me last weekend. Really? And uh, Where were you? 
I was in Carmel. I was in a store called Khaki, a big store. And I bought uh, three sweaters. Okay. And I looked at a couple of others, and I was going to refold them. And a nice lady came, oh, no, 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 that's my job. Oh, interesting. But you were trying to refold them. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. if I took them apart, I had nothing else to do. Right. My feeling is I'm not going to refold them as well as the... No, that's another problem, is that I would not refold them as well. Yeah. And then the ones that I took home, once I took them apart, I tried to put them back together. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'll show them to you later. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. But I think that you have to make like a half of an effort to pretend like you're trying to fold Absolutely. them to make them happy. No, you should do it because, yeah, okay. Also depends if you're in a big store or a little store. Why? Because if you're in a big store, they have a lot of people working there, and uh-huh. they can do it. If it's a little store, then uh, then the people that own it, you know, mm-hmm. want to make a good showing for the next customer. So. Uh-huh. so when you're trying to decide if you should refold the sweater, you're like, how much? How many square footage is the store? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, how long after you order at a restaurant do you have to change your order? Uh, it depends on the dish that you ordered. Really? If it's, uh, um, I think that once you order it, maybe 10 minutes goes by. That long? Uh, I, I usually don't change my order. What, what, but you were saying it depends on the dish. Which, which dishes can you change or not Well, change? if it's something that hasn't been cooked, if it's uh, ice cream, if you want chocolate, uh-huh. now you want uh, vanilla. Uh-huh, interesting. But if it's something where they're having to prepare it. Yeah, that's right. You know who inspired this topic is your buddy Nick. When we were in Utah, he ordered, and like a minute later, he's like, I actually want something else. And he tracked the waiter down and changed his order after he ordered. I've never thought of it. I don't know. What happened? He got the order changed. Yeah, most of the time people will do that. Yeah. Um, Okay. I think I know your answer to this one because it came up earlier, actually. But if someone gets you a piece of art as a gift, is it offensive to hang it in your bathroom? And conversely, if you got someone an art, a piece of art as a gift, would you be offended if you saw it hung in their bathroom? No. Doesn't matter. They can hang it wherever they want as long as they hang it. I would be offensive if they didn't hang it anywhere. Uh Interesting. Have you ever gotten someone art as a gift? I don't know. It's a personal gift. Yeah, I think think what happened is that I probably got some art for my friend Maurice in France. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he kept admiring a certain piece of art either I had or looked in a store. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make him happy and buy it. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I remember that. I think I actually saw that in his bathroom last time I was there. It what? I think I saw it in his bathroom last time I was there. Before he flushed? Or <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the final question. This girl I know, she uh, we were asking for stories about how she met her boyfriend. And she said on the first date... He recommended sushi, and she loves sushi, but she doesn't know how to use chopsticks, so she eats sushi with a fork, which she's very self-conscious of, and so for the first date, she didn't know what should I do, should I tell him, should I not tell him, blah, 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 so 
the first day comes and she decides to tell him and she goes listen I have to tell you something I'm a bit embarrassed but I don't know how to use chopsticks and I eat sushi with a fork and he goes that is unbelievable because I don't know how to use chopsticks and I eat sushi with a fork and that kind of created this spark and they ended up dating for a long time and that was like the how they met story it comes out a couple months later he does know how to use chopsticks and he was lying to make her feel better do you think that is sweet or is it wrong to lie especially when you're just first meeting someone uh, I think he shouldn't have lied he should have told her the truth yeah maybe he could have taught her how to use chopsticks or like you know I I don't know how to use chopsticks mm-hmm. I never use them mm-hmm. and I don't eat fish so it wouldn't apply to sushi but it would apply to other food in a Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. and I've been with people they just eat away with a chopstick and I eat with a fork and I just tell them I don't know how to use them and right it's not so I mean what's the big deal to be so ashamed of it no right absolutely so if you were on from her perspective if you found out months later that your significant other was lying and didn't know how to use chopsticks would you think it was sweet or would you be it depends what your relationship has been in the last month with her uh part of it is sweet if she got to know him and he's kind of a sweet guy and he really wanted to to please her mm-hmm. or if he lied about other things right then fuck him right. he's a fucking liar <laughs> right but is that a sign of of who he is you think it's hard to know uh it could be a sign of him being sweet or it could be a sign of him being a liar i think is if he lied about other things he's a liar mm-hmm what do you think of these topics? They're they're good. I mean, you probably came up with them, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for weighing in. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs>